Welcome to the Truth Apocalypse. I am TJ Warner. I am back once again. You have just found that corner of the internet that you wish you wouldn't have. Because this is the worst channel on YouTube. Anyway, today we're going to be talking about what I had said in the last video that I wanted to get to, the dream log. Uh, but do you know my dreams? Why would you care about my dreams? But because we're talking about dream building and world building and how you can learn to build your dream world and learn how to dr lucid dream. And in this video series that we're talking about lucid dreaming, out about experiences and dream building, we're going to combine all that. And so... Imagine this. Imagine instead of going and watching the next great thriller movie with magical superpowers and adventures that you can partake in those adventures because you can build that dream world that you can build and be whatever you want. You know you can daydream now or you can imagine a story that you can be whatever you want to be. You could write a book. You could write a movie. You could write a comic. But it's not the same as you experiencing that. On this channel, one of the things we're going to be doing is, myself included, as well as you, learning how to develop this skill and raise the bar even higher. We can do that. And today we're going to be talking about some experiences and dreams that I have and some things that I want to build on. Some of those places where I've been and I have been and other people have. Maybe you even have I've been to the same place multiple times in dreams. Do You went back to a place that you were before. Wouldn't it be cool that you could consciously do that? That you could learn to become lucid in your dreams, become conscious in your dreams, and go to where you choose. Yeah, that's some cool stuff. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. But today we're going to be talking about my dreams, my world building, and what I've accomplished so far. Am I the world's expert? No. But I'm, like I've had said previously, I'm coming to you with a practical standpoint. Someone who is willing to discuss where you're at with lucid dreaming or astral projection and where you want to take it. Um, I've read lots of books. I have resources. I actually know of a PDF that you can get for free that is very good information from a, um, a very good author who actually does uh, seminars and stuff as well. Um, so if you're interested in this kind of thing, uh, stick around, hit the subscribe button, hit the likes up, and tell you what, comment because commenting on a video means more to the channel than actually that thumb. The interaction that you can give. So bring in the conversation. And I want to have a conversation with you. Genuinely. Because I want to increase my knowledge and my experience. And I want to learn from maybe someone who's more experienced at this than I am. Or maybe I'm not. But... but Oftentimes, the teacher can learn from the student because we're always learning, right? 
So that's what we're uh, doing today. <coughs> so from about um, uh, October last year, I started uh, recording my dreams, doing a dream journal myself. And I, I have not recorded and wrote down every dream, but the ones that I thought um, that I would want to go back to that meant something to me. And, of course, again, even of all the ones that, of that, not every single dream were an experience am I going to talk about, but certain ones. Certain ones, obviously, for entertainment value that I would want to talk about. Um, and, of course, I wrote down the dates, so you can imagine where my brain was on that date. So, back in October 12th, 2018, I was an elite, not just elite, but the most elite warrior, the best champion, the best champion that had ever existed. And during one battle, my challenger, somehow I had knew known him as always because I was the best I defeated him easily it came to my knowledge that he was the second greatest champion and that we were long lost friends but somehow we had never met but the feeling from this was that I was soon to meet him in real life Isn't that kind of, this is the dream that I had, isn't that kind of like a synopsis for like a kick-ass movie? Yeah. And this is the kind of thing we can, t we can take this, okay? So now we have this context that I'm a warrior, and I have this buddy who's also a warrior, so in the future I can go back and revisit this world that I existed in, and who knows what adventure you can come up with. So if you uh, learn how to do that, lucid dreaming consciously, deliberately, and choose where you go, and you're like, oh, I want to go back where I was this elite warrior with my friend, and let's say you do this progressively, so it becomes an ongoing story. One, you get to experience it, and then maybe you even write a book or and or a movie or something in the future so you can tell this experience to other people so they can enjoy. This is a different way to approach world building, writing. We look at pop culture and movies and TV today and we kind of see a lot of reboots and like no original content. It kind of gets bland and eh. But what if we... Look at this. Take these experiences like I had just had here. I'm trying to figure out how I look in the camera. It's kind of weird to mouth set, but okay. Who cares? So think about that. So, you know, under the context, was I a gladiator? Um, was I on Earth? Was I on some other planet? 
only way to know that is to go back and revisit that dream world or the alternate reality. It could be both. It could be neither. But you can go back there. Is it real? Who cares? Because it can be real to you. And that's what I'm trying to get to here. That you can literally build these dream worlds. And they can be just as real for you. As this world. Interesting thing. Only a couple days later. While I was attempting an out-of-body experience, and I'm not going to talk about those methods here today. I ended up finding myself, and maybe I was out-of-body, I don't know. But all of a sudden, I was viewing a game show, like Wheel of Fortune. <coughs> and here's a weird thing. The answer was interstellar travel is coming soon. Weird, huh? It's kind of like the universe was talking to me. I mean, you're playing Wheel of Fortune and you have this answer that comes across and you solve the puzzle and the, pu and the answer to the puzzle is interstellar travel is coming soon. Is that not like something you wouldn't want to go back and revisit again? I mean, I do. And I, I take fault in this because I don't always go back and read um, these experiences that I had uh, further back. Usually I read like, you know, dreams from a day or two ago. But looking at this right now, it's like, why didn't I go back and revisit this? Maybe I need to. Maybe was the universe telling me something that aliens are about to visit Earth and we're going to have interstellar travel and everything's going to change? Or is someone going to invent a way to do it? I have no idea. But it's odd that my brain would come up with that. Like on a game show, like where does this interstellar travel thing come from randomly? Kind of cool. So there's just two dreams, and look at where we're at. We're like in some science fiction fantasy, some situation. I mean, we've uh, with the that the science fiction there. And you talk about the gladiator type before. It's like we've got fantasy and we've got sci-fi space travel. I mean, come on. I mean. I can start my own version of a lot better version than the Sci-Fi Channel is. Just on those two shows alone. This next dream is messed up. Crazy. So, I actually have seen the something of these tractors before. But I was on this... Someone was driving a tractor. You know, like a, a farm tractor. A big one. And it had it had joystick control, so it wasn't. Um, I think I've seen some of the combines have this. That it wasn't a steering wheel; it was actually a joystick, and the joystick controlled the bucket on, from the tractor. 
And anyways, well, on this, that I was actually on the side of the tractor, um, like in the wheel well area, while someone was just driving it. And I remember in the dream that someone on a uh, dark motorcycle had drove by the road as the tractor was driving back to the farm. And I remember I didn't really care much for about driving. I was asked if I wanted to take a turn on it, but I was like, eh. But I was curious on how well, how the joystick worked to move the bucket of the tractor. This has got no, nothing more than that, other than that was interesting. What's interesting is what happened next. So we're walking from where the tractor was parked, right? And from where i was to get to the farmhouse there were snakes everywhere i'm not talking about just like i'm talking like um indiana jones snakes everywhere all over the grass i mean like you had a hard time you couldn't find grass there were so many snakes so i had seen this so i warned everyone behind me And the further I walked, there were more snakes. And I was literally walking from snake to snake. Walking on their heads to keep them from biting me. But here's the kicker. I was wearing flip-flops. <laughs> I don't know. This is where the brains go into some weirdness. So I, I would think, you know, if nothing else... Uh, this episode is going to be entertaining for everyone. Um, oops. A look inside this brain and what it comes up with. Woo! Anyway. <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, we're still in October. And I don't do drugs or anything, so <laughs> you can't blame that. Okay, this one was good. Um, this room is classic. I mean, wow. <coughs> I better get drink coffee before this one because this is actually a couple paragraphs just to read it. <coughs> okay. I'm going to read it to you, then I'll give you a synopsis so I remember it. So let's write down the cliff notes. So it started out. A team was retrieving a destructive source from an evil organization that potentially could destroy to a large extent. The mission was underplayed to take the device, the substance, en route. So basically it was driving in a vehicle. The retrieval was successful and handed over to me to get it to safety. I was on a bike like a BMX bike. And going through the city, and I was being chased at first by those I had gotten uh, the substance from. I took shortcuts for various alleys, and I found myself finding bike jumps, like in motocross. But more like loopy loops like you see in a matchbox car. You know the orange ones? Where you can go upside down to 360? And I was literally pedaling those 360s, like those orange loops, and they would appear when I would need them to outjump who was chasing me. 
So every jump I would take would help me escape further and further until the point that I got away free. After getting free, I met my team with a device in hand. It actually was a cure and a chemical for a virus. So it, it could cure a virus or it was the virus itself. I'm not quite sure on that one. Anyways, after I got in the package to the team, one of my teammates, happened to be a female, had gotten something from the package on herself. I was very concerned for her, for her safety, so I had placed some of the healing substance on her face or the substance I got onto her to pre prevent her death or whatever. But I was informed by the team leader that she was level 5 or level 7 and had healing abilities and was at no harm. I had made note that she was a very cute blonde and I wanted to know more about her, possibly a love interest. So I started out doing this like um, heist movie scenario that to save the planet we had to get this evil substance and its cure and at, upon successfully doing that it ended up being a james bond chase but i was on a bmx bicycle doing loop-de-loops on orange magical things that i could pedal through through the air and through the city and make amazing jumps that i would jump for a quarter mile or whatever Ended up at a team where they're magical girls with healing powers, like mutants, and she was hot. Yeah. <laughs> Make of it what you will, but we're still in the month of October. Uh, the next one in October was no big deal, but... Now we're getting into something really juicy, which is why I wanted to make this video series. Still in October, a revisit to a campground. It was a summer camp. I am teaching the campers about the dishwasher that was there, one of those industrial dishwashers. And a girl shows up that I had met before. She smiles and kisses me passionately. Then I remember being at that camp before. I remembered the previous gene, previous dream at the camp and our adventures. The camp was a wonderland of adventures. And she and I were very close as what I remember. This wonderland had whatever you can imagine not like simple yeah you go swimming or whatever i'm talking about capture the flag times a million um top-notch technology where it would be anybody would want to go there at any age because of the coolness of what does it so it's not like your typical summer camp if you will but it's more like an amusement park camp 
with all kinds of activities that were absolutely top-notch things of only dreams and in the middle of the dream i remembered the previous dream of being there and i remembered everything before because i had not seen outside of the dishwasher room in this dream at all but i remembered what was outside for for being there before which is a reminder to me that you can go to the same dream location more than once this is an alternate reality an alternate universe whatever you want to call it but in my imagination in my experience it is a place where if you want to make a dream map here i would have two intersecting circles that i have been to the same location twice at least so this is what I really wanted to emphasize. You know, is this a probability? Can you, no, I've actually done this. I've actually been to a specific location multiple times. I don't know if this next one's prophecy, but what I remember for it, and I wrote it down for whatever reason, uh, I wrote down that Magic Johnson was in trouble for legal reasons. I don't know if it's ever going to come true, if it's a prophetic thing, but that's just what the synopsis of the dream was. Last day of October, let's see here. One way I dream different than a lot of... I mean, I have normal dreams like everyone. But sometimes my dreams aren't a dream at all. Sometimes it's more like I'm downloading information from the universe. And this one, it was kind of like a long dream about how to escape the matrix. How to determine what is reality. It was 100% problem-solving and downloading new abilities that I have yet to discover all. I didn't try to understand or figure it out. I just accepted the results and would know that one day I would understand and I would level up. I don't care about how or why I figured it out, just that I did. Just waiting to see what comes next. This happens to me often. I have more nights like this than I actually do of regular dreaming where uh, I see symbols, a language that I don't know. Um, snippets of flashes of places I don't know where they are that I possibly have been before. Uh, I'll give I'll give examples in a video in the future of what I believe um, on that note. It's very interesting. Okay, now this is where why next that we practice lucid dreaming. And practice becoming better at lucid dreaming because 
it can turn into something much more. Refer to my last video, three quarters of the way into it, and I will do a specific at some point on how to uh, lucid dream, but there's videos all over YouTube on that currently if you need it. Just in short, write down your dreams. Um, consciously focus on that you want to be conscious in your dreams. And they are going to and have confidence about that. And again, write your dreams down and read them before you go to bed. Then it'll help uh, the percentages of lucid dreams. So here goes. I stopped myself in a dream. I told myself I was dreaming. But I didn't want to just be dreaming. I wanted to go out of body. Instantly I did. While in translation, my consciousness started to fade. I said no. I wanted to ground myself. So I looked at my fingerprints. And as you, as I put my hand up to my face, you know, it's, when it's close, it's blurry. But in this instance, because it's an out-of-body experience, that your vision works totally different in an out-of-body experience. Where I was looking at my fingerprint on my finger as though I was looking through a magnifying glass. It was freaking awesome. And the more I focused on my fingerprint, my clarity came back. My consciousness and all around was coming back. After this, I did at the loudest I possibly could a primal yell to tell the universe that I was back. I'm sure it was heard far and wide. Because doing so for the first time in ages, being be able to get out of body. I was so excited. And with that excitement, I did slip out of out of body experience, but that gave me absolute confidence that I could do it again. Yay me. When I was a lot younger, when I was a kid, uh, I went out of body a lot. I remember specific experiences, and eventually we'll get to that in a video in the future. But for now, in October, I started deliberately keeping a dream journal, right? And the first day I started recording was the 11th of October. And by the 7th of November, I had my first out-of-body experience that came from a lucid dream. Practical experience, that's what I'm trying to help you with here. Now, isn't that awesome? It wasn't a, this big elaborate whatever. But the, why the primal gale? Because I know how I had been there before and I was back and I was so freaking excited. Because I knew that world existed, that reality existed, and I knew I was back. I felt it in every 
part of me. And all I wanted to do was just celebrate with the loudest primal scream that I possibly could come up with. It was awesome. I can't tell you in words uh, how happy I was. Another note, again, my dream world doesn't always work the same. Uh, Towards the end of November, while falling asleep, I heard an audible female voice twice. This was after I was planning to try to hear the other side. The female audible voice said my name twice. Actually, one time it said hello. And literally just saying right that chills. And no, it wasn't a demon or an angel. It was a connection to uh, the astral, the out-of-body realm, whatever you want to call it. Uh, there was a communication from there. And it, it's freaking awesome. This isn't the first time. When I was a kid, actually, um, I would hear someone yell my name. And I would think it would be my mom. And I would go find her. Like, what? So I'd be outside playing, and I'd hear my name. And it's like, what do you want? She's like, I didn't call for you. And like, I just heard you. So I'd go back outside. I would hear it again. I'd go back inside. What? I was just in here and asked what you wanted. She's like, I didn't call you. So this has been something throughout my whole entire life that and I don't remember now because you forget, but I definitely have some friends on the other side that know me my name and uh, know me very well. It's not all peaches and cream though. I'll just leave this here for what it is. Uh, I was with uh, my wife and my daughter, and we were waiting in line for something. And it was really weird because there was some kind of religious cult, something or other. And something really bad happens to my wife in this uh, in this dream it was the result of this religious cult and I won't go into specifics because it's nasty and gruesome and just to say it's not always peaches and cream uh, when you do this but you can learn to control that but sometimes mm, you can't entirely This one's kind of cool. Um, oops, we're gonna jump forward a little bit here into March. So this wasn't too long ago. Flying on something that I control that was open to the air. I remember passing another aircraft. I would call this. It kind of felt like I was on a surfboard flying through the air. But it would be like the surfboard was not what how you would surf. You it would be on its side. But anyway, 
and I was laying on it and flying through the air. And there are other planes and stuff in the sky as well. I saw that I was heading towards a bridge, and I knew the bridge was on its way to, to the Pacific Ocean. Not the Golden Gate Bridge, but you could imagine something of that nature. The, you know, beyond it would be the Pacific Ocean. Anyway. I was heading west. Next, I knew I was going to land sort of under the bridge. And I knew that I wanted to head towards shore. So I did. And it was approaching daylight. While I was flying, it was twilight or dark. It was definitely nighttime. Or to the wee hours of the morning. The land was like a beach. There were hiking trails everywhere. It was very tropical, so not San Francisco. And I knew I'd already passed the city because the city was behind me. And this was more of a countryside setting. But I knew the trails would head back to the city. Interesting enough, the aircraft was more like a flying wing or a horizontal surfboard. But I had felt no fear of falling off of it, and I controlled it via my mind. Interesting. Something you might want to pick up and take with you in other adventures. This magical surfboard that you can fly at amazing speeds and never fall off of. On the same night, this is really weird, but there's a reason why, and maybe I'll talk about this a little later, maybe not, I don't know. Some entities, we'll use that term loosely, were using a cannon to fuse energy beings from being energy be beings into dense beings and fusing them into flesh. Next, I'm fighting entities in a flesh body. But I have the ability to alter my hands into weapons, etc. And I wish to stab them. Remember this one, because I will talk about this in a future video. There's something more to this. Between dreams, I remembered a dream from a long ago. This one's pretty cool about a huge amusement park. It was landlocked in a city. I mean, a huge. Um, think of all the parks of Disney World, right? But they're all connected physically. And they're surrounded by a city. I mean, like, Los Angeles-sized city around it, okay? But this this city was somewhere in the vicinity of Georgia. I mean, this city, this uh, park was huge. It had casinos in it and everything. I mean, it's like all of Disney World and Las Vegas all combined into one. Plus, it was surrounded by a city. Anyway, I thought that I wanted to move close to this and live in this city because this park was awesome. It had everything. Who wouldn't want to go there? But ended up settling someplace like Arizona. Like, why Arizona? The reason I wanted to move also was because of the warmer climate. I live in Michigan. So, obviously, moving south. 
But I think Arizona because it's obviously warmer than Georgia. I don't know. Anyway, interestingly enough about this amazing city that had to be ridiculously huge, if an amusement park the size of Disney World, surrounded by you in a bigger city, kind of cool. Here's where dreams come hopeful. This was just not too long ago, on the 23rd of March. So in the town that I grew up in, in my old house that doesn't exist anymore, actually, ironically, it's been torn down. I was in a brand new red shiny sports car. I want a brand new red shiny sports car. Give me already. But I got to drive it in my dream, so yeah. So the power was carried at the corner uh, outside the house. And we were headed north outside of town. But I decided to go back towards town because, oh, I realized the car was nearly out of gas. When I went to go around town, the road was blocked off because of massive forestation. A bunch of trees were cut down, and so many trees were cut down, it blocked the road. Which I was going to go that way and go around town because of where I was going. But I had to change my plans. Interestingly enough, in this dream, the trees were cut off like at 10 feet, but no branches. So they were like, all like poles sticking out of the ground, which would make so, no sense for forestation. The cool thing was the shiny red sports car and the weirdness of those trees and how they were cut. Anyway, that's probably good enough for today for the dreams. What do you think? Some cool dreams, something for you to talk about. Um, see, each one of those places, right, we can go back to. I can go back to. You can even actually visit those places, how I described them. Maybe you'll see it different than I did. But this, um, <coughs> you may see different interpretation, but maybe not. What if uh, this amusement park inside this city that I had talked about, what if in another reality or in the astral realms or on another uh, copy of this planet in another universe, uh, that place exists for real? And you just have to know that it exists to be able to go there. So in your dreams tonight, you possibly could go there. Possibility. Don't know. But there is evidence that people can cross paths in dreams. Before I go, I'll tell you the story. This was my experience, so it's secondhand. So a husband and wife, um, lucid dream, both of them. But in this experience, uh, the husband wanted to see if he could possibly, uh, at the same time his wife was dreaming, 
if they could go into each other's dreams and they would remember it the next day. It actually, um, she did not lose the dream that night, but he did. And he went and found her in this dream place and had a conversation When she woke up, she remembered him being in the dream, having a conversation. That's what he said, but the fact of where it was, like in a restaurant or something, that was the same, that he was talking to her in a restaurant. I'm forgetting all the details. But she remembered him being in her dream. One more story like that. There is a guy who went out of body. Actual projection. And when he did, he immediately thought, like, I want to see my kids. He actually wasn't, he was divorced or separated from his wife. But he wanted to go see his kids. Like, you know, if I can go anywhere, I want to go see my kids. I love them. So he went to their house and he walks in the door. I don't know if he used the door physically or just walked through it. I'm not sure. But he went and saw his kids and saw what they were doing. And I forget what happened next. But he felt very emotional about being there. And he felt, you know, remorseful for treating his ex-wife, you know, how he had, whatever. So, the next day, he calls his wife, right, his ex-wife. He's like, I know we haven't seen eye to eye on things, but, you know, I really love the kids. And I'm sorry for how I treated you in the past. Let's hope, you know, we can eventually, you know, at least have a friendship you know, for the sake of the kids and whatever. And she's like, I just have to tell you this I dream I had last night. It freaked me out. You were here, like, in the house. As though he was there in the house. In her dream, he was, like, in the bedroom talking to her in her house while she was sleeping. So she literally experienced in her dream what he had been doing out of body. Not the same words, but the same experience. So what are dreams? Are dreams reality? Can they be sometimes? Are they always? I don't know. Just trying to figure this out like everybody else. Thanks for watching. See you next time. I have no idea what the next video is going to be about. But let me know what you think. And take care.